911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about sex versus intimacy. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, after putting in thousands and thousands of hours working with clients, I have found that sex is one of those topics that nobody talks about. And yet it's one of those things that everybody wants to silently talk about. So I thought we can have an open and candid conversation. And this actually stemmed from a conversation that I saw two of my really close friends having online. And it was a conversation that took place around this very topic of the difference between the sacredness of having sex versus the act of just having sex to have sex. And these two men were going back and forth in a thread. They had no idea that I was reading along as they went about their conversation back and forth all day. And admittedly, their conversation got a little bit heated to where I thought that it was going to go in a very bad direction very, very quick. But these two men were incredibly adult about sharing their variance in experience, their variance in their opinions as it pertains to this topic. And I thought I would share a little bit about this because it's something that I've heard from a lot of clients. And it's one of those things that you you have a hard time understanding unless you've had personal experience with it. Now, in my Facebook group, when we've talked about sex in the past, I've had people tell me that they know exactly what it's like to have that passionate, intimate, romantic connection with somebody, the kind where you are having sex and it is not just the act of having sex, but making love and you're connected in a way to where your eyes are are just seeing into one another's soul and your bodies and your minds and your spirits are intertwined and you become one and it is just the most beautiful and magic thing. And I have heard conversations surrounding just the act of sex to the extent of where one female in the group had posted that she doesn't even know what it's like to make love with somebody. She was an older woman and she she was very candid in, in indicating that she only knows what it's like to have the act of sex because she's never had that emotional connection with somebody when she's had intimacy, the, the act of sex with somebody. And in the conversation that had taken place between my two friends, The conversation started because one of my friends had posted his belief that one should never share their body with somebody unless they're willing and open to receiving and to giving the sacredness that is to come with entering a female's womb. And this is a very in touch and spiritual man. And the other friend of mine had recanted and had had posted his rebuttal, his his variance and opinions to what my friend had said. And he he simply put that sometimes we have this primal nature in us to simply want to just have the act of sex. And it doesn't necessarily always have to be with somebody that we have that kind of connection with. And even if we do have that sort of connection with somebody, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be this spiritual and and sacred ritual. And so the two men had completely varying opinions when it came to the act of fornication, the act of being physically intimate with somebody. And I know both of these men very, very well. And again, they had no idea I was following this conversation. And because I know how different they are in terms of their background, their education, their knowledge, their personal experience, it was very easy for me to see why they were butting heads when it came to them not agreeing, you know, one friend 
disagreed and said that you should never have sex with somebody if you aren't going to create that union with them and have that spiritual connection with them by sharing your body with somebody else. And even the act of of kissing, we exchange DNA when we have sex or when we kiss and when we're very intimate with one another in that fashion. And he's somebody who has a, a very a very extensive background in spiritual education and not just scholastically, but in terms of traveling around the world and, you know, meeting different shamans and being under their hand and teachings in many different ways spiritually. And my other friend has a lot of life experience, I would say, in the sense of engaging, not that he sleeps around and perhaps he does, but that's not what I'm referring to. He has a lot of life experience in the sense of you know, being in the military and traveling the world, but in a different capacity. And he's incredibly religious, but not necessarily as spiritual as my other friend. And perhaps I would say promiscuous would be the, the word to use in terms of his his mindset and the outreach and the knowledge that he has with what he's saying, based on the fact that he has done a lot of research in a lot of the um, really primitive ways of life and the ways of of the religions and just beliefs that people have had. And he he is very much into a lot of just very old studies, I guess would be the what I'm trying to say here. And so following these two men going back and forth and just listening to how different their conversation was, I felt this this ping. And I talk about those pings where, you know, it could be God, it could be the universe, it could be something that's telling us to to do something. And a lot of the times we'll just ignore that. And it's been my my now lifelong mission for the past several years to always lean into that inner voice when I'm being asked or called upon. And so this this download, this request that I received was to reach out to one of the friends, the one who was in the military, and to just dig in a little bit deeper because throughout this whole conversation that they were having, never did it come up that there's actually a flip side to this because we can have the most romantic, intimate, loving, compassionate relationship with somebody in the intimate sense without having sex with them. Or perhaps we have that with our spouses. If you're married, maybe it's like that for you one way or the other. You could be married to somebody and have everything except for when it comes to the bedroom, the act of sex might just feel like sex. And how do we know that that's the case? Well, sometimes our minds might wonder. Sometimes we might be intimate with our our spouses and we find that it's difficult to make eye contact with them. Sometimes we might not even enjoy the act of having sex with our partners at all, the lack of willingness to be physically intimate with our spouses. So that's one, one subset of this topic. And you know, you can also have that very intimate connection with somebody who perhaps you're not in a relationship with when it comes to sex and just have that sacred nature of the act of sex without having all the other things. And diving into this a little bit deeper with my friend, we we got into talking about all the other things that make it possible for us to have that sort of connection with somebody. And that that deep connection to where you essentially have it all, right? There's the act of of intimacy. There's the act of having really good sex with each other, but then there's also that much deeper spiritual connection where the two just become one. And diving deeper into this conversation, we were talking about all of the things outside of the bedroom that could make up what allows for the opportunity to exist for there to be that sacred connection during two people when they do sleep with one another. And it's the things that we we don't necessarily realize 
have any correlation at all to sex that make a big difference in the bedroom. And from clients that I've worked with, I would say that a majority of the time, whatever is happening or not happening in the bedroom almost always has everything to do with everything outside of the bedroom, right? So think about the the ways that we are triggered or the ways that our emotions kind of sway in these waves constantly throughout the day when it comes to the person that we are sexually intimate with. And if things are off canter in any area of our life in that regard, then it's going to impact the way that we are able to connect in the bedroom. And this isn't something that has to be constant. And I think that's something that is really important. Another thing that was not brought up in the conversation between these two men is it doesn't mean it's necessarily always going to be that way. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not something that can change. However, I do believe that there there is in some relationships this wall that could exist to where that physical chemistry, it's it's so far away from each other. And I've seen clients in this regard to where what one person wants sexually versus what the other person wants makes it very, very difficult and sometimes impossible for them to connect. And when that happens, I think that it's important for us, and I tell my clients this all of the time, to give ourselves permission to not necessarily adhere to what society says is normal. And I've talked on this show a lot about making a contract with ourselves. And when we get married, especially, we make this contract with our our partners. And when we do that, there's this evolution that takes place during time that we're together with them that things change, right? Sometimes men or women's bodies might change, functionality might change, our interests might change. And when those things start to happen, it's important for us to be able to have an open dialogue with the person that we're sexually intimate with and to let them know that things are in fact changing. And I have talked to clients who have arrangements on their own contracts within their marital contract that allow them to be expressive and to still fulfill the needs that they want, even if it's not something that is necessarily accepted by everybody else. And you know, we can go into that if you want to send me a message and we could talk about that further on, on Facebook. You can send me a message at Ashley Walton. But these these are things that are so far-fetched that people would think are taboo and impossible or she would never want that, he would never want that. But my question to you would be, well, why not? Why can't it be that way? If you have two consenting adults who are in agreement with having the arrangement and, and they both understand and set the parameters and the boundaries around whatever that is, then making, making that, that sacred commitment to one another could be so much more expansive than the initial engagement, the initial contract that binds us when we do decide to, to get married, when we find that special partner. And I think that that's something that we don't talk about. A lot of people, I know they go, and extend their their sexual capacity, they extend their sexual interests so much further than what people are willing to admit and to discuss openly. But I think that's also something that we need to start getting more real with ourselves on and that we also need to start to open up a little bit more with our partners on because when we do that, that act alone, that act of vulnerability, that act of truly cutting yourself open and to reveal the truths that exist within you, the things that you truly want, the things that you don't want, the things you like, the things you don't like, what you're capable of, what you're willing to do when it comes to building that sexual connection with somebody, it can completely change the dynamics if only we're, we're able to just open up and start talking about it. 
And if this is you, if you're, you're understanding what I'm saying, if it sounds like I'm talking to you in particular, then one, one activity, one exercise that I would recommend using is to actually have a couple's notebook. And you don't have to be married to use this if you are intimate with a partner or you want to one day become intimate with somebody that you're starting to talk to or become close to. Have a journal and it doesn't even have to be something tangible if you don't live close to one another. Have an open dialogue, a, a communication, a, some type of ledger that you can exchange back and forth to prompt one another with these questions, these ideas. And I do have a talk tool that's available. I have that as a free download. So if that's something you're interested in, let me know and I'll send it over to you. And I, again, I think this is something that is so important because sex and intimacy whether we're talking about it on an emotional level or as my friend shared, the the act of sex on, on a primitive level, it is something that exists within all of us. And I know that there are a lot of people that don't think that that exists for them anymore. Maybe they're struggling with a health issue or just a mindset issue that has created this block in that area of their life. That doesn't necessarily have to be the case and it's not something that you have to live with for the rest of your life. So I hope you've gotten some value out of this episode. If you have, please do me a favor subscribe, drop a review down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.